Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the Say What Show. It is January 9th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. I've got Dolly Howard and Ani Avedisian with me. And this is one of the best days of my life. <laughs> so, right. let's get on with the show. Dolly, you're here and you're okay? Yeah, I am. Dolly? I'm okay. Yes, I'm here. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. I got the muted. Ah, Jeez, ah, ah, ah. Oh, Pete, here I come. All right. Do that to me, and I think I'm not a connected. And I know, and, and I, I apologize. I, I professionally apologize. Okay, okay. Don't ruin my perfect day here. Oh, what's your perfect day? You got to share that. Hi, Ani. Hi, Hi Dolly Love. <laughs> I got to get my keys. So, uh, Ani, while she's doing that, <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong, but uh, I think we'll probably share what happened between us yesterday. Um, I'm physically going through some very strange things, and I will do for quite a few days yet. And we'll we will discuss why that is because it's all 100% your fault, Nancy Hopkins. <laughs> I was having a wonderful evening. I took most of the day off. I was gearing up to watch a lovely murder mystery with my sweetie before going to bed, and then all effing hell broke loose. And it's you who did it, you. No, because and, you know, I, I when I called you, I didn't think you you'd be able to talk, because you know, I I really you know respect the limited time that you have to talk to anybody. Right. So you, you, you answered the phone. To... It was your fault. You answered the you phone. Who started the call? Who started the call? Who called who? <laughs> you called me. It's your fault. <laughs> well, I asked and, permission. And... Be I asked permission. I said, Ani, I need to talk to you. It's about a spiritual question. That's what I said. And... So and you I said any time, and I said, "How about now?" About now. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll call you. Ring, 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 ring. Okay, Ani. So let me tell you. <laughs> right. You, you're going to have to. You're going to have to start the explanation, and I'll, I'll fill in my part. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, anyway, where do I start? Because I don't want to go back into the full ramifications of everything. But there is, um, well, how am I going? All right, wait a minute. I got, I've got to ask. Okay, I'm getting confident. You ask, too, because this is important. Do we tell the story in its full, <laughs> its full rendition? We, 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 don't, we don't have to do a blow-by-blow -blow account, but we, we can certainly, uh, we don't have to skip anything other than, you know, we don't have to flesh it out into a novel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Know, okay. We can do bullet points. <laughs> okay. So, people who have listened to me over the years know that I have, I believe that George Patton was uh, one of my incarnations. Now, recently in the last year, there's been the the question raised: Is Trump a reincarnation of Patton? And when you look at comparison pictures, it's like, well, they sure look alike, you know. Um, 
And I felt, yes, that's probably true, because I know that we don't necessarily have only one incarnation after we die, because it doesn't make any sense. If we're here to learn, then the concept of learning is don't limit your soul. So why should your soul be limited in one new version of yourself instead of, you know, thousands maybe versions of yourself? Because you could have, you know, if you think in terms of karma, you could have so many different ways of fulfilling karma and even more ways of learning. So I've always believed that you can have, I put it in quotes, spontaneous incarnations. So, you know, if Trump and I both have a link to, to Patton, I find it interesting, but <clears throat> it didn't become critical to me until last night because George Patton was one of the, at his time, one of the, the most vocal metaphysicians alive. I mean, there was a lot of metaphysical and secret and occult things happening in that time frame but from a standpoint of just one human being saying yeah i remember my past lifetimes blah 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 i mean he 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 was very open about it but i think and and you, you, there is no record of of what he may have known beyond that but i think he was really really connected um but on a, on two different layers one layer being you know connected to a, a let's say a spiritual force a warrior force some some force that is you know your mission is to do good against some really evil dudes that that's you know like a i don't even know how to put it you know maybe a knight templar type of guy you know but when he <clears throat> confronted the end of the war and realized that the evil that he was confronting was much beyond the German people or the Japanese people, that this was truly demonic. And so one of the aspects of that war was the battle for good and evil that a lot of people felt, but they didn't understand the full implications of it. It just wasn't a battle of good against evil, Nazi against capitalism or democracy. Um, it was more than that. It was another battle between God and Satan. You know, the true concept of, you know, the God force, the loving force of which, you know, we have, we're all part of. <clears throat> the sum total of all life is God, the source. But what happened was that he began to get very vocal about what he was seeing. And the 3D people say, oh, we've got to get rid of this dude. <laughs> this dude's too damn dangerous. But they still couldn't, you know, he, was, he had such a presence in the world that they didn't assassinate him until he began to make the spiritual connection. At the time of World War II, just before, Adolf Hitler went in as a, you know, I, I don't know how old he was, but it was before he was a chancellor or anything. He was, he was a bum making drawings on postcards. <clears throat> was how he was making his money. He had been in the military. <clears throat> he had been gassed. And sometimes when you have a near-death kind of experience like that, sometimes your psychic energies kick in. I don't know if that's what happened to him or had been that way all his life. But by the time we get to him in Vienna after World War One, he goes to the Habsburg 
uh, treasure museum, and he walks in there, and he comes up to a thing called the Spear of Destiny. And a couple of shows ago, I told you a lot about it. Now, when Patton, and Patton had a whole, they, they were searching for the Spear because they knew that Hitler believed in its power. Now, probably Patton did too, and maybe Churchill even. But those those people needed to get that away from him so that he wouldn't have the belief in the in the in that he was going to win. So they were actively searching for it. So they did find it. And Patton was the only known dignitary of the Allied forces that went to see the Habsburg treasure that was it, underground in a vault. And he walked in, and he walked directly to where the Spear of Destiny was, and when he looked at it, he saw the Spear of Destiny. But then something happened, and the people that were saw him, I mean, were there with him, they said that he walked up to it, looked at it, turned around, said it's a fake. But it really is something else happened, because... What, what, in, the, in the divine inspiration of the universe, the Spear of Destiny has a history and an energy associated with it that I'm not going to get into right here. Um, but it is a real factor in history. It is a real factor in who dominates the world. I mean, we see sci-fi all the time about this magical thing that's going to, you know. Well, in, in reality, it, it does happen. So i got to get through this quick because Annie's getting anxious. Okay, so what, ha <laughs> so what happened? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're all right. So what happened was that the... Oh, I am. <laughs> okay. You, you are what? Getting anxious. Oh, okay, okay. So, so, well, you know most of the story, but not the big story, but... Anyway, so what happened was that the when he was while he was watching when, while he walked up to the spear, the powers that be, the good guys, the spiritual god, whoever, took the energy of the spear of destiny, actually put it in his body. So then he looks at it and it's fake. He doesn't realize that he's now carrying the energy of the spear of destiny in his body. And when he died, that energy was put into three different stones. And then they manipulated to get me those three different stones. Now, I had no idea about this until Gene Rockefeller called me up one night and said, Jack said to tell you you've got to get the Spear of Destiny and put it together. It's in three pieces, and you've got to get out into the Merkaba, which is the sacred spot in this property that we work, energy work, in 20 minutes. <laughs> well, to make a long story short, I actually did it, put it together, took it out there, went through an incredible ceremony. I've, I've done virtually hundreds of ceremonies out there, and I've never had one that was this weird. Um, <clears throat> but I went through it, and at the end, I was playing the flute. Now, I was playing the flute like I had never played the flute before. And I was in, in a space that, you know, it's just a lovely space of, of totally, you know, being one with everything. And all of a sudden there was an explosion, and I looked up. I got thrown back into the 3D. I look up, and the, the Spear of Destiny is now shattered again. And I kind of frantically am putting it back together, and I hear this voice, clear as a bell, guy is saying, never again. So I went, whoa. And so I, I, I actually took the pieces in one at a time. I did not. 
put them even in my hand together again. And my interpretation of what she said was that human beings would never wield the spear of destiny again. She had it. And so years go by and everything is fine. And then one day I get this. uh, I was was doing a radio show and I am cleaning up, you know, how you do before you, you know, get everything. I'm cleaning up and there's a, a, like a, a, paper towel with something in it but I didn't realize there was something in it I thought it was a paper towel and I picked it up and started to throw it away and I went wait a minute and I opened this thing up and there's a piece of elite shungite in the shape of a spearhead and it just left my hand levitated up and spun around in front of me and I'm like I have never been so tranced out ever never even came close to it and I was just like, and I, I wish I remember what show it was because the show started up and I was still like whacked. And I can tell it in the way that, I, you know, like I had just was in slow motion and it was like, I mean, I could hear it over, you know, in the recording. But so we're having the Trump thing here. And for years, the Spear of Destiny is because that's what it was. That's what I got. This is the Spear of Destiny. And I'm like, Guy, why did you send it back to me? You know, what, what's this about? So I had absolutely no idea what it was, why it may be that the Spear of Destiny is back in my hands. But I hung it above the computer. And for years it's been just sitting there. So I get the feeling that I've got to do something with it. But now you get into some really kind of philosophical questions. Because... If 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 they if I'm being led to do something with the spear of destiny, that means that oh crap! Now a human being is now claim because you have to you have to have a right to claim possession. Okay, that's part of the ruling of it. And I obviously had the right to claim possession, but was it was that the thing to do? So I run through all the people that I know who might be able to understand where I'm at to get a little clarity and a little guidance because the, 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 there is so much turmoil out there right now. Um, I, w- I wouldn't trust myself to do a, a reading and be clear on it. I'd want to check in with somebody else because it's just too convoluted and, and just too much information. So I go through my whole list and I go, nope, there's only one person that can help me out here, Annie. Annie, sorry. Annie. And so I messaged her, Ani, I need to talk to you on a spiritual question. <laughs> and that's how she and I got communicating on the telephone. So I'm going to throw it over to you. Yeah, so Nancy calls me with a you know a spiritual issue, and I thought, you know, her dog was sick or something, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. I didn't think it was going to be anything so major. So she calls me and tells me the story that she just told everyone. And I immediately, you know, felt the buzz, as we say. And as we talked a little bit further about, you know, should should she claim the power and what, what should be done? Uh, and I'll just briefly interject here. My job before I, you know, started working with the civilian population was analyzing and understanding the machinery of how evil is drawn into this realm used, disseminated. So the mechanics of evil and how it's used is pretty much one of my specialties. 
And over the, I wish it was something else like making apple pie, but that's what it is. And over the years, I have learned to to glean the information and the intel that I need and process the very dark and deviant energies that I've had to work with and, and you know, continue to work with. But I haven't worked on anything this dark, this weird for, 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 I'd say, at least five or six years. So when, you know, the message that came to me for Nancy was just do whatever you're motivated to do. Nobody has any doubt that whatever it is is in your hands is supposed to be in your hands and you're supposed to do something with it. And then from my point of view, what happened is, and I'm sitting in my home office in a small city in, in Oregon, and I could start to smell moss like greenery. And the green man appeared to me. And the green man appeared to me first initially in his true form, which is not the pretty little thing that you see in tourist shops all over England. It's um, a, a primary planetary embodiment of all of the goodness that is in the elemental energies of the universe. Um, you know, every planet's primary embodiment usually is some manifestation of the green man. And it's not always very pleasant to look at either because it's rather unusual. And the green man came and he stared at me. He completely filled the office. The whole office was damp and reeking of a um, of forest, which is not unpleasant, but it's not what you expect in your apartment you know, in suburban Oregon. And then he morphed into a more humanoid representation of himself with a beautiful scarlet robe with gold trimming and the elk horns um, holding all of the symbols of, uh, you know, the elements, uh, north, south, east, west, earth, air, wind, fire, ether. And... I honestly can't remember the conversation we had blow by blow with Nancy, but what it what he, I think what Nancy was asking me is, do I have to do something specific? Am I being given instructions? And that's when he morphed into his ceremonial outfit. And when he morphed into a ceremonial ceremonial outfit, he said, no, 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 there's nothing for you to do in physical form. You'll get to do it uh, later on when you join together, uh, you and Nancy, in astral form. It's already done. In the continuum, it is complete. We have one. I am wearing the ceremonial garb and appearing to you, I would say, almost as a human, to show you that humankind will awaken, has awakened, and will overcome these um, very... Deviant. The words that the elementals use to describe what's going on here is deviant. These deviant energies, and they will go back into harmony and balance. But I know how this goes from my previous work. When this great benevolence appears to you, something is being transmuted. And I'm not unaccustomed to transmuting. This is not an ego thing at all. Um, because there are people I'm sure will do this much better than I. But as, as a veteran of the psychic wars, <laughs> having worked for multiple organizations, mainly nefarious ones, um, I have learned that as I dismantle and um, as I understand how the machinery of evil works and how it's going to be used, I have to absorb and transmute some of it. 
Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to work with it because this is filth, really. It's, it's just absolute filth. And I felt the presence of the green man. I knew that nothing would happen to me. But I also know that I live in a physical body um, with millions of years of DNA error coding. And I also know that I haven't taken particularly good care of myself over the years. So as this energy came into me, I just felt, I felt, well, physically I felt nauseated. In fact, I had to hang up and go and take care of that and then come back and finish my conversation with Nancy. And I just felt, and I had a message for that over the next three days, I'm going to be transmuting all of this filth. And I'm feeling exactly how I felt when I used to do this in the old days. I feel strong in spirit, but my body is ice cold. If you were to touch me now, you'd be terrified. And I cannot hold anything down except hot tea. So I knew that Nancy wasn't, you know, I knew she hadn't had a couple of beers and got snookered. You know, I knew that this was the real thing. Then she sends me a picture of the object that she's talking about. And it was almost as if there was an earthquake happening in my room. Everything shook down to the nanocell subatomic photon particle level. And then we had to absorb that and go through that. Once that began to settle, we were discussing again with Nancy, what are we supposed to do? And the green man, now back into his original, I would say, awesome raw form, reeking of raw greenery, um, he says, when you something along the lines of tonight, tonight, when you go to bed, uh, you will do, you know, you will do whatever it has to be done. You don't even have to set the intent because everything is done. All we're doing now is what we call in my trade a ritual of affirmation, which means it's already done. You're just giving thanks. OK, so um, eventually I did fall asleep and the dream that I and I'm a lucid dreamer. I remember pretty much all of my dreams in the greatest detail because that's the intent I set. In this particular case, I'm just going to show you, I'm just going to share with you exactly what I dreamt. Um, a long time ago, when I started doing work with the darkness on the other side, while my body was asleep, I had uh, an experience where I would, I met these group of um, Sephardic Jews and uh, not so um, Hasidic uh, with the little dangly things and, you know, uh, and, and that outfit, except that they were wearing the hat and they had the, the locks of their hair, but they were wearing white boiler suits, very large, very, very white skinned, very chubby men. And they were holding these giant water hoses and they were all smiling at me and joking. And with the water pressure, they bust open a portal into a mountainside. And I went and they said, go into the mountainside with these Marines <laughs> and rescue the people who are stuck in there. And so I did. And I said, well, why do I have to go if you've got Marines? And they said, the Marines can't see what you can see anyway. So I just wanted to mention that that was the very first time years ago when I was a very young person um, that I went in and I started doing this kind of astral work on the other side. And it always seems to be in a cave or embedded in rock or someplace that these um, 
um, my, my chubby Hasidic boys are, uh, are, are assisting me with. So back to last night, went to sleep, didn't particularly want to go to sleep, but went to sleep because I knew I had to. And I have a vague recollection of Nancy saying she had to do something in the house, but she would be right there. She would be right there as soon as she took care of some business. Um, and when she arrives, we go into this cave that we didn't have to blast into. And there are all sorts of elemental stewards there in ceremonial robes. And it's a sort of a, they said it's a revelry. We're having a revelry. In modern day, you would, I think, call that a party. So Nancy and I go in there and we're given this concoction that um, you don't have taste buds on the other side, but it would be a very sweet punch. Uh, nothing I'd have in real life, but it was delicious on the other side. And we witnessed a silent ceremony. And all we were required to do was witness it. And the interesting thing is that I can't speak for what Nancy felt when I unmute, she can fill you in. But what I felt was as if when I drank that very sweet red punch, I started to get very, very sleepy. And I started to, you know, like the Doctor Who spiral, I started to go through all sorts of um, uh, light waves back into my bed. And that was because I think neither of us wanted to leave. We wanted to stay there. But our participation in this particular event was complete. And two things I was told before they forcibly removed us, <laughs> uh, gently removed us, I should say, from that place, is one that I have to fast for 24 days. Um, so if I'm in a bad mood for the next 24 days, it's Nancy Hopkins' fault. Um, and that for three days, I was going to be, uh, I would have to really keep it together because I was going to be very, very ice cold. But there was nothing further for us to do. We had done it. And also that in this life, this lifetime for both of us had um, every incarnation we've ever had where we suffered or were executed or tortured in our defense of the truth and the light. Uh, this was the last time we would have to do it at this density and all points in time and space for us had led to this moment. And from this point, our activity, we could retire tomorrow and it's fine. Our input, we're not going to, I know that, but our input is no longer required. It was like a, such a completion. We have done what we were supposed to do. Um, and I, I have a feeling that if they hadn't removed us, giving us that that spiked punch, um, I would never have wanted to come back because the the feeling in that place was just amazing. Now I'm going to um, let Nancy take over. Okay, so <clears throat> I go, <clears throat> excuse me, I lay down. I said, okay, um, the green man was in ceremony. I'm expecting that that's a party. I love parties, so I want to go to the party, and I would like Ani. I'm expecting that Ani would be there too. So I'm, I'm, got it in my head to go to the party. And I lay down, and all of a sudden something happened. I had to get up and go take care of something and come back, just like you said. 
<laughs> okay. So then I get into I get into the bed and I'm going like, okay, party, honey, party, honey. And then I woke up. I have no recollection, I never do, of being on the other side. And that's simply because I said years ago, look it, I understand that Nancy has an entire life that happens when Nancy's asleep. But I really it's like it was it was drama to me. I wanted to just work on Nancy, not all of the other things that I do when I'm asleep. Because they were doing that to me. You know, and I'd be up all night. I was working a an all night job anyway, but it was like my mind wouldn't shut down and it wasn't like I was thinking about things in my life, Nancy's life. I was think I was experiencing other <laughs> dimensions, other things. You know, please stop. I, I can't handle it. I just want to take care of Nancy. So, I, I, you know, I said to Yanni, I said, well, you'll probably have to tell me what happened because I don't remember these things. <laughs> but when I woke up, I, I immediately, I mean, I went from, you know, thinking, Yanni, party, to waking up and going like, oh, I got it. And what I got was that, yes, I, I mean, I, as you're talking about it, I remoted it, you know, and I, yes, yeah, I, I was there. I could, I can say all this. And it was the witnessing thing again. And anybody that's been listening to me for the last 10 years, you know that they can do any of this without us. They don't need us, but they need us because they need the witnessing. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's, it's just as simple as that. Storytelling. So, um, but what I realized is that, and it made so much sense to me, okay? So you got Patton, who ends up with a spear in his body. Then you, Patton dies. The spear is then put into three pieces of mineral. And I will tell you that when Donald Trump was in Florida, and he was, um, before he was nominated as the, the candidate, when he was just trying the primaries and trying to get there, one of the people that I know ran up to his limousine, reached in, handed him a piece of shungite, and said, please, just take this. And he looked at it, and he said, oh, I love minerals. <laughs> I just remembered that story. Okay. So um, anyway, so if both myself and Donald Trump are, you know, continuations of the spiritual experience of of our spirit or our soul that it, we both had the patent um, experience but then you know you've got these we want going off on our own ways it makes so much sense to make sure that you've got one person who is totally committed to the spiritual side of existence i.e. me and somebody who can do what he couldn't do what Patton couldn't do which was to tell the truth to the world, to have such charisma. I mean, one of the things that, that Patton was damn sure he made right this time was his voice. If you ever hear George Patton talking, he is not Scott <laughs> talking Bowman from the movies. He has got this very little bit like this. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. You're looking at one of the greatest generals in the world, and his voice sucks. So he needed a voice to be able to to reach out to the people. He knew that on his deathbed. You know, this is an attack on the humanity. I've got to fight for humanity. And the last words he said was, it's, it's too late. And then he said to his wife, 
said, it's too late. And he said, no, it's too dark. So, and the, the last thought he had in his mind was, I'm going to remember. So I don't know how much Donald Trump might remember, but I remember like virtually everything. And, you know, so it would make sense that I would get the spiritual side of it. I've got the story about the spirit destiny and how it ends up in my possession. But when I, okay, so Annie says to me, she, she, she says, well, first thing she said to me, I just sent her, I said, okay, you want to see the spirit? I'll take a picture of it. Okay, so I, I, I send her the picture. And she, it opens up and she goes, okay, I really have to puke now and I'll call you back. But do whatever, you know, and she had just said, we were just having a conversation about do what you feel right. He kept saying that, you know, like, just whatever your your impulse to do, do it, right? And so I've had this here for years. I have never thought to put it on my 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 neck. I okay. When I got that, I what happened was that when I got the uh, elite shungite and realized that oh my god, you sent me back the spear of destiny. Then they had me take hematite wire. And normally when you're making a, an organ, organ uh, energy device, you go, you, ro you rotate the wire in one way and that's it. But no, they had me go back and rotate it the opposite way. So I've never made, and this is the only time I ever, they ever directed me to make a device like that. And then, um, so I made a pendant out of it, and then I put it on a rather large piece of gold chain that one of my bosses gave me. Um... And it had been sitting here, I mean, hanging over the computer for all these years. But when she went to puke, I said, huh, I'm putting this sucker on. And I put it on, and it was like, oh, oh, yeah, this is this is how it feels. It was just like this complete stabilization, this amazing, I'm together here, you know, all I wanted to do was, and I had a hard time going to bed too, honey. Um, mm -hmm. So what I'm saying here is that when I had put that on, Okay, and I told her, yeah, I put it on, you know. What happened was that my energy field and Trump's energy field have a very similar, what we call signature. Okay, the if you look at them, they're going to both look pretty much the same. His experiences make it his different, my experiences make mine different. But that basic core from being, you know, projections from the same soul is there. And when I put that on, it went on his neck too. And so what's happened is that Donald Trump wait a minute, now... Wait a minute. I got lost. Okay. When you put it on your neck, it went on his neck too. Energetically. Uh, which, which his? Trump. Trump. Okay. okay. I didn't know his or Patton. Okay, thank you. No, no. Trump. Well, Patton's dead in this in this in this reality. Well, I know, but spirits <laughs> but, work. Right, know. I know, I know. Thank you for the question. No, but when 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 I put it on, it Trump got the same energy. And so then you know, like I'm like, oh well, that was easy, <laughs> you know. Um, but then I got another download of information, and it's regarding the fact that it wasn't just Trump. Because one of Trump's signatures in his energy field is this unbelievable connection to the MAGA movement, to the people, 
You can feel it. They feel it. We feel it. You know, we're all on the same mission. And there's this, this so, so you get this continuity of an energy seg- signature tying yourself to MAGA and Trump. So when he got it, so didn't every patriot, not just in the United States, but every human being who understands what we're fighting for. We're fighting for the rights that God gave us. That's why we so easily say God's got our back. Because God didn't send us here to be, you know, tortured. God sent us here yeah. for a lot of reasons that I, you know. Go ahead, honey. Get me out no, of this. So, yeah, we, think, we, we decided to put ourselves to the torture all on our own. That had nothing to do with God like a, like the Dalai Lama says, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. So what happened last night was very much needed, um, you putting that on your neck, um, very much needed infusion because most of the MAGA people don't really know what's going on either. And I think it helped everybody to get some clarity and to feel supported and to understand better the messages that we get from certain organizations whose names we can't mention, um, you know, to fight the good fight and to trust the plan and all of that. Uh, I also just re- remembered, you know, um, if, if anything that needed to be transmuted, I promise you, uh, that's what I've been actively doing and I will be doing it actively for days. So this might actually might jumpstart my weight loss, which might not be a bad thing. But I remember my mother telling me a while ago, when I first started talking about um, deep state and well, I've talked about deep state for decades when I started talking about Trump and coming out for Trump. Uh, my mother said Donald Trump came to her in a dream. Just in his underwear, um, which apparently are tidy whities, you know, her nice little clean white white underwear. Um, and, you know, when someone appears to you in the underwear in a dream, they're, they're not hiding anything. They're, they're being honest with you. It wasn't obscene. He was wearing the underwear. And he said to her, my little 82-year-old Armenian mother, he said to her, don't worry, Daisy. Um, everything's going to be fine. And I've got your daughter. She'll be fine. And she couldn't figure that out. Uh, and, and, of course, now she does. And I have to say he's come to me in dreams several times just to check in, pat me on the head, um, you know, assure me that everything's okay. Um, So, you know, no, no coincidences in life, uh, Nancy. It's, it's great doing podcasts with you, but the the entire reason we hooked up might've been last night because never was that energy of support needed so much to support the machinery of the light on this planet as it is now and for the next nine days. Well, interestingly, um, when we, when we during part of the beginning of the conversation, and I was trying to set up my question, which was, do I have the right to do this? And the response from the green man was, you already claim dominion. Now, what that means is that way back in the 90s, oh wow, am I getting a download now? Way back in the 90s. Oh my god, something's going on. What? Nancy, oh my gosh. What? Can you hear the rumble? Can you can you feel 
my everything is standing up on me. Something happened. It's going away. It's gone. Oh my gosh. It was outside my window. It was outside here. Oh. What <laughs> happened? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Honey, do you Seriously? know what? Did you feel anything? Oh my gosh. You know what happened? <laughs> what? It's what Fernando's fault. What? I clicked on the thing that he put in the chat room, and and it is so loud, it rumbled in my hole all around my house. <laughs> Holy shit, and you're talking this spooky stuff. Oh my gosh. I'm not kidding. My heart is pounding out of my chest, and it doesn't pound that hard. <laughs> let's, regu let's regulate that little heart of yours, darling. Oh, my gosh. Nice and calm. Nice and calm. I thought we were, we were going to see the aliens or something. <laughs> <laughs> On a <you> podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was a podcast. <laughs> oh. Nancy, Dolly's... Dolly's safe. Carry on. Okay, I'm sorry. Fernando, don't do that again, damn it. <laughs> well, I no, I, I, uh, because I've compl it's completely wiped my brain of what was happening, what I was saying. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're talking about back in the 1990s and claiming dominion, love. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Jeez. Of course. Okay. All right, so, um, I come home and my cat, Ben, was really 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 sick and by that time I knew a psychic who could look inside a human body and see it medically and she had wanted to um, start working with pets and we had already done an amazing healing session with a kitten um, so I knew she had it in her so my reaction is to run and take him to the vet but I kept hearing no call Crystal her name happened to be Crystal <clears throat> so I call Crystal tell her what's happening and she says to me um okay let me let me tune into him and she from you know you know well we now now everybody knows how to do this at that time nobody was doing it so she's looking at him from a distance and she said wow and she starts to sort of remote view what happened to him and she said i don't i can't explain this but two figures in black came down on either side of him and then took him and they've embedded something in him and I said what are you talking about I mean this was so alien to me and she says no I'm telling you he's got some kind of an implant in him and it's jamming his system and I said okay can you is there something you can do can you disconnect it and she said well I don't know I've never tried and I said well let's go so she says okay and so yeah, I mean we're talking you know a good five minutes between when she goes to do something and when she comes back to me she's on the phone but she's really doing something and so i'm waiting for her to come back and she says okay okay she says i think it's i, I i'm pretty sure that it's off but it's going to be three days and he's going to be very sick do not take him to a vet said, okay so the three days ago i went through torture because this this animal looked like he's on the verge of death for the entire three days and I come home from work, and I was working midnight to 8. And so I come home, and there's Ben sitting up, you know, cleaning himself up. 
And um, I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I kept saying what I was doing. And he looks at me and he says, look, just sit down. I've got something to say to you. And I went, what the fuck? The cat did just talk to me, you know? And so I sit down because my knees were buckling. And he jumps up on my lap and he's looking straight in my eyes. And he starts to tell me about why this all happened. And he said, look, he said, I have been, I was sent here to um, work with you, protect you, guide you. And I'm from the Galactic Federation. And I said, what's the Galactic Federation? And he said, it's a group of what you would call extraterrestrials that have come together as a unified force. And he said, you know, sort of like your Star Trek. And I said, oh, okay. And then he proceeds to tell me that the Earth is under attack. And I don't remember, I don't even think I asked or that he said, but he said an attack from from some ETs that have been mining tourmaline and specifically green tourmaline from the planet and they can do this because nobody has claimed dominion over the planet it's been you've been treating it like a garbage pail and so there's nothing that the galactic fleet can do to stop them because you guys nobody's nobody's claimed the earth is is you know okay so i said so you're telling me that we are under attack currently and he said yes look up and he gave me a city begins with v in russia you know like today's paper russian you know get get find it out and but that was before the internet even so it's like what what are we talking about so uh, the internet was just up because I was able to find this this paper on the internet, but it was it was in its beginnings of it, and um, because it was making it was international news, it was all over the place that a spacecraft, well, a, a flying saucer, and this was about I think within I think 180 miles of Moscow, but it was a city begins with a V in 19. Oh crap! This was 1989. This was before the this was before the internet. How did I get that paper? Um, I probably went out and bought a paper because it was like international news. Um, 1989, and so this saucer comes down into this town square, and hundreds and hundreds, maybe a thousand people, see this thing happen. And out of it comes this guy, all dressed in in silver, with a robot. Now, doesn't that sound familiar? This is the day the Earth stood still. That's a movie that most of us older people would know readily. And that's the thing that I get frequently. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so um, I can confirm that we were under attack. All right. Now, what was what was happening was that that people were starting to wake up. And they were they knew time wise that very soon somebody would claim dominion over the planet. And at that point the Galactic Federation can stop them from mining the tourmaline. But they were mining green tourmaline. And this is why the Galactic Federation was so intent on, on stopping this. Waking somebody up and therefore bends on my lap telling me about this, you know. Um, wake up, wake up, please wake up. Um, because the green tourmaline and the pink tourmaline 
um, balance out the male and female energies of the planet. And they had mined so much green tourmaline, and green tourmaline is used in basically your electronics and futuristic electronics. Um, so it was very valuable. Um, that they had mined so much of it that the planet was unbalanced. And if you look back at history, that's the time when we started getting a lot of movement towards the divine feminine. You know, well, why, 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 why was that allowed? Why, what happened? Well, probably because the energies were shifting. So anyway, so I said, so all we need to do is somebody on the planet claims dominion over the planet, and then you can stop these people from doing what they're doing? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, I'll claim dominion. <laughs> Not knowing what, what I was doing, I must have been out of my mind. But that's my that was the beginning of my life. Because after that it was it's been one magical experience after another. So what I'm saying here is that that's why the green man made the reference. I said, you know, do I have the right to do this? And he said, You claimed dominion. Now it makes sense. Yes. To me. Oh, is somebody else listening? <laughs> oh, yeah, Dolly's on the phone. Dolly, what do you think? Well, I'm still shaking over that damn video. <laughs> Jeez, okay. It was in stereo in my ears. <laughs> oh, my gosh, okay. I'm trying to calm down. I'm thinking, well... You know, I had a, a meltdown again that y'all rescued me from. My kids did too. That, and, and, and it's be, I know why. I know why now. It's because when I look at Biden, I see, and I cannot believe other people don't see it, but evidently they don't because the kids don't see it. I look at him and I see where I should be black holes. I see the face as crinkled up and and shadows here and there in the face and, and bulbous type things on it. And I literally see little horns on his head. And I and the body part is a shell. And I think to myself, if that is one of the minions, who is what do the controllers look like and how evil are they? And we know that, or I know that the, 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 the handlers are can handled by the devil himself. And it, it scares me terribly to think that this being who is controlled basically by the devil is going to possibly take over the freaking world and it scares me for the people but yet in my mind god keeps saying no you know that i won you know it's over this is just a book we're turning the pages of the book it's a story we're telling you and i, I think yes i know that god i know that please don't leave me but the terror of the fact that we could have, the world could have literally gone to hell scares me. And, what, and I what? have to be talked out of it every time. 
What what methods do you use to to relieve your physical anxiety in your energy, um, Dolly? When you have something like that, through my you fingers. know so that's okay. You you're breathing and pushing it out through your fingers. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. As, as, then, as long. Yeah. Sorry. No no no. Go ahead. And then after this another meltdown that I had because of the Biden thing. This was it this week. Is it is this a this week? I think it was this week, like a couple days ago, maybe. Uh, and uh, after that, it, and then things started coming out. Yeah, because yesterday I spent listening to videos, and it started coming out, all these different things that, oh, yes, there are arrests being made. Well, and then I go to God, and I say, I've heard that how many damn years now, God? I get mad. And God, God understands I get upset. And so uh, he says, Dolly, you've got to relax and believe in the plan. And then Dave and the posse and these other beings who I've never had come to me, come to me and tell me, believe in the plan. The plan is working. The plan is working. And then as I'm listening to these videos that, that we're sharing, uh Nancy Walton, I, and Russell, I'm realizing deep, deep inside of myself, really deep inside, this is already done. You have been saying it for years that God has won, Trump will win, God has won, or Trump has won. You know this inside yourself. And then so I say, okay, all these things are happening. I felt a humongous change again in my atmosphere, like I moved to a different place again. And I, and But I wasn't the only one who moved. Nancy went through this experience with Ani. There's others who have told me about different experiences they've had, like this week. Something big, for sure, has happened, and and uh, and I'm being told that I need to say these words so some people can hear them and tie them in with what Ani and Nancy are saying, because what Ani and Nancy are saying is absolute, complete truth, and they want you to be able to tie in, or, or not tie in, what's the word? Connect with Ani and Nancy's story. I don't connect with them. I mean, don't start trying to take, Annie and Nancy's powers or spirit or strengths away. Don't connect with them like that. Connect with the story they are telling you because it's true. And they needed to tell that story so people can hear it and it can get out. And I got the zap. And it's making me want to cry. And so I did my part, and I'm done now, and I need to mute. <laughs> Thank you, Dolly. I, You know, let us all be encouraged that the machinery that supports the light 
is growing in the energy streams of integrity and illumination and the machinery that constructs and disseminates evil is dismantling. And now more than ever, those of us who, it is not a time to wake up sheep. They're not going to wake up. This is a time to support each other. More than ever, we step away from doubt and we ask ourselves these, this, this question. If you're on a spiritual path, you either trust God or you don't. You either believe in the laws of the cosmos and the process of co-creation, and you either light, ride the light waves of divine grace, or you don't. You either believe you're a magnificent space adventurer, having a temporary individualized manifestation as a human being on this planet at this time of major significant awakening, or you don't. And each and every one of us is here at this time because we knew the potential of this happening. When we chose this reincarnation from Nirvana on the other side, we, we knew that we would have a part to play. And not everyone's going to have a front row seat. You know, like you could be like me, have a real back row seat and just be one of the grunts that, you know, just does the machinery part of it. But the most important thing you can do is not give in to the fear and the terror. Because these people are Luciferians. They do not co-create with God. They do not ride the streams of co-creative love as we do. They have to create a certain energy to feed from. And the only way they can do that is to make you terrified and subservient. The minute we tell them to F off, it's all over. And it will be in just a few days time. And with that, disturbed sounds of silence. And welcome back to the Say What Show. One of the wilder ones we've had. It's January 9th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Ani Avedisian. And I'm assuming you girls are back, yes? I'm back. Awesome. I'm back. Awesome. Oh, of course, Mike, here it is. <laughs> Uh, um, we, I have a thing to share with y'all. Russell uh, told me about it, and he put it on my phone. Um, oh, thank you, Fernando. I got it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, it's called, it's a way that we can keep in contact in the 10 days of darkness. It's an app that you can put on your phone, and it's called Signal. No, S-I-G-N-A-L, signal. Um, where, where is it? He put it here so I could use as default S. Oh, no, no, no. T tap to make the signal your default SMS. Okay, so anyway, I do not know how to tell you that, uh, how to tell you to load it. Net says you you need to go to wherever you get your apps, like Play Store or wherever you get your apps, and you you can type in Signal, and and it will then you can download it. I don't even know how to use it yet. It's so new to me. Uh, Russell just gave it to me when when we were coming on the air. He he had it on my my phone, and and the three kids uh, they went out. To, Red Lobster, so I can't ask him right now. Um, so, if you want to be in touch with 
somebody tell them about the Signal app and you can figure out how you use it so you can be in touch in the days of darkness. And that's what I wanted to share with everyone, the most important thing tonight. I'm done. My feeling is there's nothing you can do about what's going to be happening. Nothing. Except get yourself in a state of balance, in a state of joy, in a state of compassion and gratitude and caring for humanity. You don't have to do anything except be who you are and put that energy out there. And just for clarity, okay, the pendant that I still have around my neck no longer is the Spear of Destiny. All of the energy went to all of the people that are out there in support of the concepts of one nation under God, one planet under God, and not within the concept of, you know, the dominant totalitarian one world government. No, it's a family. And you know, you got everybody in your family is different. But you love them all, right? Honey. Yay. Yeah, man. You know, uh, I say this, I say a lot of things. I talk for a living. This last year, everybody has been running around like a diabetic rabbit, completely confused and, you know, going from one thing to another. This is the time, you know, if you guys, most people just don't know what's going on. Those people don't know that there's anything that has to go on. I mean, we, we're living in a generally unaware population for the most part. Uh, this is the year to really focus on you. All we want is to be a better version of ourselves each and every day, not to be in competition with each other. But this is the time, there's so much monastic, so much Christ of light or the supreme cosmic light pouring into the planet, allowing us uh, the illumination so that we can see the corruption bubbling to the surface. This is not the time to run around like a blue-assed fly. This is the time to go, okay, wow, I'm learning things I'd never learned before. How do I possibly deal with it? This is what I hear in my line of work all the time. How do I deal with it? Only the whole world's gone mad. Well, make sure you're not mad. How do you know the world's gone mad? Are you in your right mind? This is the time, as Nancy says, for harmony and balance and right-mindedness. And to align yourself with whatever superpower you think cosmic intelligence is. And to ride those light waves. We're all busy running around, you know, people, oh, Democrats, oh, Republicans, and you're an idiot, and, da -da 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 -da. and we're all guilty of it on some level. But this is the time to take advantage of the beautiful Christed light that is pouring into the planet to expose corruption. It does a lot more than expose corruption. It's Christ light. Drink it up. Absorb it into every nanocell of your being. Wake up each morning, go look in the mirror and go, good morning. I am supreme cosmic intelligence in action. Aligned with hierarchy of light. Wow. That's a pretty good posse. I think it's going to be a better day today. And just don't overthink things. Just as they say in the basic tenets of metaphysics, be. And if you're illuminated, you will have clarity. 
and things will flow through you and you don't have to hold on to it. So don't think that it's selfish at this time just to be focused on being a better version of you because, babe, that's all there is. You made soul contracts based on your soul's evolution and the people that made soul contracts agreements with you made them based on their soul's evolution. And it's of mutual benefit that we all play off each other. Otherwise, we wouldn't have formed these soul groups. You know, like Nancy and um, Trump, for example, are in the same soul group. We're all playing out this giant computer game, and that doesn't trivialize our experience. We are, all of us, writing this story for one purpose and one purpose only. When source self-expressed, we had eons of non-physical life. When we started to go into physical life and make our universes more multiple and larger and more complex and more people, that was really bad English, sorry. But you know, when we started to grow, when cosmology and population really started to grow, we didn't do it just for fun. We did it to prove that no matter how far out we could go in our thought waves from where we think the center of source energy is. We thought to ourselves, can I go out into the boondocks of the universe, the cutting edge frontiers, keep pushing experience further and further out? How many universes can I make? And will I, on the outer frontiers of the edge of the cosmos as I know it, will I still have the potential to awaken and remember that I am God and every single person is source energy? And each and every one of us is a sacred relationship. That's why we have all this contrast. You can't you can't awaken if you don't have contrast. So this is what the physical world is about. And it's messy. And great awakenings are messy. And we are in the giant shitstorm version of it. And it's going to be a very difficult year, make no mistake. But it's going to be a difficult year because the truth is going to be exposed and nothing is going to be able to suppress it. So hurrah, people. Take some time for yourselves each and every day and just be you. And if there's things about you you don't like, hey, with all that Christ light pouring in, this would be the time to fix that because you have the entire hierarchy of light there holding your hands. It's all good. This is beautiful time, a very exciting time. Do not be disheartened. Do not give in to fear. This is an adventure. That's all it is. A brilliant adventure. Did Matthew leave a, a message this month? Damn right he did. Would you like to hear it? Oh, I would. I would. All right. Me, 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 me. All right. Tuning up to channel Matthew here. Okay. Uh, Matthew's messages, matthewbooks.com. And this is the January the 4th, 2021 message that came out from Matthew Word, uh, Matthew Ward, the word from Matthew Ward, January the 4th, 2021. And his keywords for this message are changes forthcoming, Illuminati control ending, awakened souls, advancement, free will, uh, COVID situation, lightworkers. With loving greetings from all souls at this station, this is Matthew. Everything that has happened since the end of 2012 
when Earth left the last wisps of third density energy has been the groundwork, you could say, for revelations to come forth this year. If you could see your world from our vantage point, which offers views of what you think of as past, present and future, you would be astounded at the difference since Earth reached fourth density eight years ago. What we see back then is light maintained in a few scattered areas. Others have small pockets of blinking light and large areas have only sporadic flickers. Since that time, things have been steadily growing throughout the planet as sparks keep shooting up like fireworks. And as we view Earth's near future, she is positively aglow. Now, let us tell you about the moment at hand as tumultuous activity in the energy field of potential is reflecting what is happening on the planet. Some publicly known developments and judicious actions behind the curtain of the world stage are heralding the end of an ages-old dark reign. The darkness that was killing Earth less than a century ago is being completely replaced by light, the same powerful energy as love, and as during that year, and during your year 2021, you will see changes that have long needed so the civilization can advance and flourish. Change will not come without resistance, perhaps especially in the United States, where the Illuminati are certain to motivate those who are uninformed or misinformed to denounce developments as political partisanship. They are not. Action in the weeks and months ahead will end control by that secret society, which ensconced itself in the government soon after it was established by the nascent nation's founders. The highest universal council intended the newly united colonies to become a beacon of light for the rest of the world, a shining example of how people from different countries, religions and cultures can live harmoniously, respectfully and productively and build a great nation. That was the opposite of what the Illuminati intended and their minions set about to cause dissension, animosity, bigotry and social discrimination as immigrants kept arriving. As years and decades passed, firmly entrenched in Washington, D.C., the Illuminati not only controlled life in that country, they instigated or heavily influenced what happened elsewhere, from civil, international, and world wars to funding despots, running the drug trade, and ruining economies. That is being ended for once and for all, and the provisions of Gasara Nasara will be acted upon to end deception, corruption, impoverishment, and all other unjustness worldwide. The task, which is no less than world transformation, won't be accomplished in the blink of an eye, oh no. The Illuminati are a tenacious lot and will not bow out graciously or easily relinquish their ill-gotten fortunes to raise living standards for billions and to restore the environment, no. However, ever-intensifying light is undergirding a powerful international force of military troops, individuals and governments, and the private sector 
and extraterrestrial special forces who are united in purpose. Total destruction of the Illuminati Empire is their purpose. For long ages, dark hearts and minds controlled the masses by keeping them ignorant of truths and dividing them into groups they conditioned to believe that other groups, whether of religious, cultural, social, political, racial, or economic difference, are less than. Higher on the scale of deceit, they radically changed historical records and devised religious rules to enrich themselves and to control the people by separating everyone from God, except in Christianity, his only son, Jesus. And they also fabricated the falsehoods in the biblical version of his life. I didn't read that well. What they're trying to say is they, they were, the Illuminati said Jesus was the only son of God, but everybody else was separate from God. Okay. The dawn of illumination on Earth's near horizon has written from the ashes of darkly contrived ignorance and divisiveness. When clarity comes out of confusion and resolution out of resistance, the peoples can advance in spiritual and conscious awareness. Not everyone will choose to do that. And that is all right. Each soul chooses its own pace. But the majority of the civilization will begin an exciting journey of remembrance as consciousness taps into the soul level of knowledge. They will remember that every person is a divine sovereign being, an immortal soul created by and of creator's unconditional love. They will remember their eternal collectedness with all other life forms on that planet and all other souls in the universe. They will remember that animals are souls too, and they are helping humankind to learn to live in harmony with all of nature. The peoples will discover their ability to communicate telepathically and other abilities that will enable them to co-create Earth's golden age in fullness. Beloved lightworkers, if your soul contract doesn't include living in that age, you will have a ringside seat wherever you are and can observe the panorama of that glorious era unfolding. You will know that your dedication and perseverance help the peoples manifest and feel gratified that you are among the volunteers who were chosen to participate. Now, this is a question that somebody wrote, I think. I heard collective souls have evolved beyond using free will. Will ending free will be part of the golden age on earth so no one can cause others to suffer? And Matthew's response, let us say civilizations of collective souls are at a station of evolvement whereby their unanimous free will choice is to live in love, joy and harmony and to help other civilizations who want to live that way too. In their love for Gaia and her resident souls, 80-some years ago, they saved the life of this planet by infusing it with light, and they have continued beaming light to assist you in your mission to help the populace awaken. Speaking only for myself a moment, and this is Matthew, I have visited a number of those civilizations, some of which are physical beings and others have chosen not to embody. The intensity of love that permeates all of those souls and their worlds is beyond your words to describe. Now then, a vibrant part of life in Earth's golden age will be free will, 
which is both a gift from the cosmic law decreed by creator. The birthright of every soul is the use of its energy, the free will energy, to co-create whatever the soul desires. You cannot circumvent that gift and law, and you would not want to. Free will is the driving force that leads to joyful, loving relationships, expanded knowledge via self-discovery and academic research, new ventures, adventures, exploration, fresh ideas, experiments, innovations, and progress. Free will to do whatever you choose is what makes each lifetime exciting, fulfilling, and meaningful. And in the golden age, no one will want anyone to suffer, much less cause it. According to God, creator's expectation was that souls would want to use its energy to manifest joyous experiences for themselves and others. However, Archangel Lucifer and some of his angelic followers use their free will to combine unrelated genetic materials to produce monstrous beings. That was the entry of darkness into the cosmos. Later, some strong souls, Lucifer's fallen angels, you could say, that didn't return to the light with those that did, use their free will to manipulate the DNA of weaker souls to cause illness, aging, loss of brain power. And they inculcated the penchant for cruelty to each other and the animals. Long before the planet was called Earth, one civilization after another with greatly downgraded DNA incarnated there, and puppets of the dark forces embodied specifically to keep those civilizations captive. Their negativity, the negativity that resulted, caused Gaia's beloved lightworkers. I'm sorry, I apologize. The negativity that resulted caused Gaia's planetary body to descend from high fifth density to deep third and become mired there. Helping to liberate the planet and its residents from dark captivity is the mission lightworkers volunteered to undertake. Dear sisters and brothers, we know you have encountered obstacles, endured hardships, and had periods of discouragement to help Earth's people reach this moment in an era unprecedented in this universe. We know many of you are weary and discouraged. Life in a third density world can be difficult under normal circumstances. And for almost a year, normal has been turned upside down in a manner of speaking. Current restrictions affecting lives and livelihoods will not become the new normal, as some authorities say. And with industriousness, ingenuity and goodwill, personal and national economies will indeed rebound. Ever rising vibrations will be your strong allies in the turnaround. To address other questions about the <clears throat> pandemic, the claim that soaring statistics are because the virus mutated into a strain with far greater transmissibility is baseless. Tests are designed to detect viruses that cause colds and seasonal flu. Other tests register only positive. None of those are valid results, but all are counted as you-know-what cases. Deaths from unrelated illnesses are still being attributed to you-know-what, and those statistics also can sound alarming. The loss of a beloved person by any cause is sorrowful for the family and dear friends, yet deaths due to you-know-what are lamented by mainstream media as tragedies, and no mention is given 
the greater numbers dying from starvation, disease due to substandard living conditions, and lack of adequate health care. All of those deaths are personal tragedies for everyone who loves those people. Individuals who contracted the disease months ago are still recovering or developed serious effects already, had health issues, perhaps unrealized and undiagnosed, and the virus exacerbated them. As mentioned in previous messages, scientists in extraterrestrial special forces, woohoo, greatly reduced the potency of the virus prior to its release from the laboratory. Thus, the virus does not prolong or prevent recovery in people who did not have physically stressed conditions before contracting it. If you are in sound health and have a strong immune system, you need not be concerned if your own family members or friends, employers require vaccinations. The ET scientists also reduced the vaccine's toxicity to the extent they could, eliminating all of the pathogens, essentially the disease itself, would have been detected by the manufacturers. The scientists also erased programming on nanochips in the inoculation solution that would have enslaved society and the ingredient that could change DNA will be eliminated as carbon-based cellular structure becomes crystalline. Despite the new wave of uh, COVID and other rounds of lockdowns, or maybe because of that, anger and resentment are fast replacing fears about the actual virus. Although those feelings do emit low vibrations, fear is rock bottom, and that is what the dark ones want you to produce in abundance. Fear weakens the immune systems, making people more vulnerable to COVID and all other kinds of diseases. But a far greater importance to the dark ones is that the energy of fear is vital for their very existence. And the fear they were counting on to increase is instead diminishing. We don't know when the truth about the virus, statistics and vaccines will be revealed. That information will become known beyond the Internet, but mainstream media may not report it until the responsible principles are on trial. Also, we don't know when the virus will run its course. Like everything else in existence, that disease is energy, and the less energy given to it by thoughts and feelings, the faster it will frizzle out. Please feel encouraged by what we have told you, then give no more thought to this virus. Beloved family, you are living in the most dynamic time on Earth civilization, the most dynamic time that has ever been experienced, and your steadfastness in the light has been invaluable in bringing this about. All lighted beings in this universe honor you and support you with unconditional love, love and peace, Matthew Ward. And this concludes the reading from Matthew's messages for January 2021. Thank you so much for that. It's always nice to hear him confirm what we're seeing. <laughs> yes, and he's also, he's always so gentle and positive too. Yes, yes. I, I will say what one thing, I know he says that um, the extraterrestrial, uh, and every time I say, every time I hear the phrase extraterrestrial special forces, I always have to go, woohoo! But, you know, every time he says the extraterrestrials have, uh, you know, limited the damage and gone in and done that, I don't doubt they have done that. Uh, but he he specifically says um, it doesn't matter if you get the vaccine, uh, you know, 
they're so much like coming in and we are winning the war. Um, I, I understand what he's saying. Just my personal point of view on that is don't do it because if you acquiesce to it, you have bought into the terror and the fear that the Luciferians desperately need to survive. Yeah, I say I'm not afraid of it, but out of principle, I would not take it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's like saying, well, okay, yeah, I'll, uh, yes, oh, great Satan, I will acquiesce to you, oh, my Lord. But I, people are lining up for this thing, and I, okay, I, I hope it doesn't hurt them, but people are already dying, so, oh, well, free will universe, right? Precisely. Can I break in a minute? Sure. You can have two. Oh, oh thank you. You're so good to me. I love you. But no more. <laughs> but if you're interesting, oh. we'll give you three. Oh, wow. Hopi posted Camelot Castle. Total freedom is the grail. The president will be addressing the nation soon. Stay tuned. Follow, uh, and then she's... Follow this account here and on on parlor, on telegram. She's telling you where to follow her account. Uh, what's her doodle? Camelot woman. I can't think of her name. Uh, so, uh, are you talking further, about Carrie Cassidy? Yeah, that, that woman. But so Hopi posted what she had said. So it's said in the chat room. I can't remember who said it. Maybe Hopi. That Trump will be speaking at 7 p.m. EST. I have the TV on now on OAN, but the president is not speaking at this moment in time. I just wanted to let you all know, keep your eyes on the TV, because according to somebody in here, he will be speaking at 7. Well, even better is right side YouTube station. Oh, cool. Because those people, well, you never know, but um, that's a group of Christians who came together to film every, virtually every riot, every rally he had, they were there filming for. And um, they've grown, but they seem to be up on a lot of things. So I don't want, if I start messing with it, you know, I'll lose my track of here and crash and burn <laughs> um, <laughs> but anybody out there you know see if they're if they're not streaming something live I'm there right now and I don't see a live stream oh wait this says live up upcoming live streams uh, schedule I don't see a lot I really don't see a live stream Nancy Okay. Well, maybe in they... eleven days, live in eleven days, January twenty-one. I opened the one that said. Oh, okay. Live, so there's okay. So there. all right. Okay. So maybe they're not. But you know, probably. Well, who knows? Because they, you know, the, the mainstream media may not be even showing it. So you yeah. keep a, you keep an eye on OAN. I don't get that. Um, do they have a, a maybe OAN? Go to OAN and see if they. They're doing a live. Anyway. Oh, you mean on ch on, the on the computer? Okay. I don't I don't know how they operate. So Ani They is, would what? do it on TV. Okay. Ani, are you there? Mm -hmm. I, I'm I am here, I am there, I am everywhere. Okay, so 
<laughs> okay, so I want people to know that this is Ani's last show on the second Saturday on Say What? She's got a scheduling thing. She can talk about it as she would like. Um, I want you to know that anytime you want to come on, you let us know if you got a break and you want to come over and talk with us. We'd love it. But she will be doing the uh, Mar- uh, Metaphysical Martini on Wednesdays, every other Wednesday, live. Yes. So um, she's not going that far, but, you know, sometimes I'm going to miss her because I love doing shows with her, and plus they're very popular. <laughs> No, so. I, I, um, it's, it's, it's been great. I am going to stay with the metaphysical martini. Um, but I, the way that my scheduling has gone, I have, uh, just taken on a whole bunch of work from one organization that, cause you know, I, I, well, I was honest with everybody when I came out and told the truth about Trump a couple of years ago, I lost 70% of my business. That is not good. So uh, we're just getting back to the point again where I'm solvent again and, uh, you know, floating along and doing well. But uh, I just I have taken on a bunch of work now. for one organization. He's on now. OK. Oh, wait Do you want to stream it? I'm going to tape it on my TV. Yeah. Uh, um, I oh, no, I might be lying to you because I'm not listening. They had Trump walk out with the official seal, and now they're saying history of White House transition. So I lied. I'm sorry. Okay. False you play. didn't lie. You were misinformed. <laughs> anyway, so yes, uh, long story short, uh, I have scheduling issues, and I have to condense a tremendous amount of work into Saturdays and Sundays now um, so that I can cope with the rest of my workload during the week. So I, I will miss you guys. Um, but I will also be working on some shorter podcasts, uh, which will be called Cosmic Cocktails, Points to Ponder During Happy Hour. And they'll be between three and 15 minutes. So, you know, I'm I'm not leaving. I'm just not able to do this show anymore um, uh, for the foreseeable future. And it's 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 been great. And I, I do thank you for it, Nancy. Well, you're absolutely, I'm I'm so grateful that you, you know, spent the time you did. And like I say, I don't think this is the end. I just think it's a temporary, you're not here, you're not here on a schedule. Let me put it that way. Yes, yes, yes. You'll be back. Yeah, you never. I've signed a a year contract, so I've got to, yeah. (laughs) You 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 never know when the green man will say, hey, you got a job to do. Oh boy, yes, that was something. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was really something. Um, I, I actually, I'm going to be talking a lot more about the mechanics of how things, the mecha- the mechanics of perceptual engineering, um, but not from a particularly scientific point of view. I want to show people how the metaphysical rituals have been done. So I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going away from from this show for a while. So. Well, so maybe we'll channel maybe we'll channel the green man. (laughs) Would you say, Nancy? What? I I was trying to tell Ani I've enjoyed talking with her on this show. Uh, Right back at you, sister. I love love you too. Maybe maybe we'll channel the green man. (laughs) What you say, say, Nancy? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I, I don't think anybody can channel the green man. <laughs> no. I don't do channeling, yeah. I don't oh, do it. They, they any, come and talk any, to me. Any entity can can find a, a frequency to speak to you through. Oh, well, yeah, to speak they, to us, yes, but right, not just go right. into trance and channel. Yeah. No, we don't yeah, do that. Yeah, I don't let them come in my body. No, no, yeah. no. We, That's we, mine. No, they, they say something, and we try to explain what they just said or what we thought they yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah, ch- channeling to me doesn't necessarily mean trancing. It just means uh, all higher thought is channeled. Well, through, we, we're, we're, very su- yeah. we're very specific, specific on this, this, this show, actually this station. You know, because I don't trust trans tra- channeling. You know, where they, uh, I don't trust it. I know too much about electromagnetic control, artificial telepathy. That's why the best, the best channels, the purest channels, are the ones that are completely off the radar. Yep. In my experience, anyway, there's a tiny handful of them. Um, there's a high, tiny handful of intuitives I trust. Period, and an even smaller handful of medium channels that I trust. Are you still going to take my telephone conference, telephone calls? <laughs> yes, I'm still going to take your telephone calls. Of course okay. I am. Of course I am. All, all that's happening is I'm not going to be able to do this show. This will be my last show. and um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sad, but it's just what has to happen for now. Update. What? Texas says that it's 9 p.m. EST. 8 p.m. CST, 7 Mountain Standard Time, and 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So he's going to talk at 10? 9. 9. Oh, I'm sorry. Nine. Yes. Okay. Nine, oh, nine our time. Yes. Good to know. Yes. Okay. I'm good to know. Excellent. Thank I'm, you. I'm for looking the forward to that. Yes. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll see what he says. <laughs> we'll see if mm-hmm. they actually play it. What, yeah. You know, because, I mean, if I, I don't have OAN. Well, OAN usually does. But if I don't have it, I can't see it. (laughs) Well, okay, I'm going between OAN and uh, Newsmax. And I saw, oh, stop, stop, no, be nice. Sagey, be nice. Cats, be nice. Ooh, they're going to fight it out. They need to. Um, So... Oh, I'm going. I heard that Trump has made a deal with Newsmax, so we might find him on Newsmax if we can't find him elsewhere. I just wanted to add that. But it's nine o'clock tonight, my time. Six right. o'clock uh, to Dolly. I mean, to Annie. To the, to, and, to the West Coast, yeah. Right. And Jan okay. is saying that also on Right Side Broadcasting, watch on YouTube. So that's why. Oh, oh. Can she put, that's the, why. put the link in there, please? Oh. Jan, yeah, Jan I'm talking to Jan. Put the link Jan, in put there? the link, okay. link in. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I didn't find anything on there when I went there. It wasn't time. Okay, good, good. All right, excellent. So, um, Ani, is there some you want to, you know, just go off and, and give people, you know, whatever you feel in your heart or you're guided to do? <laughs> you don't have to, but I'm giving you the opportunity. No, yeah. No, thank you. You know, I just want to say so, so many people call me and say, how do I 
convince my friends of you know what's right what's wrong you, you don't you, you you really don't right now be true to thine own self and um don't don't engage with people who don't have your level of awareness or even more important any frame of reference you, you know, when you're in a technically we're in a crisis situation even though we know it's not a crisis but energetically the, the misinformation is flying like crap all over the place so it's crisis energy you just want to let it play out there are very simple things that you can say to people and then just step away and it's rather like if you're a professional salesman you make your pitch and then you shut up and you let the the, the, the energy of you presenting your information and then refusing to say anything else that's usually what closes a sale in most cases so things with people who are running around with the pandemic and stuff and i just say simple things to them for example according to the C cdc and other establishment organizations there has been no spike in mortality if there isn't a spike in mortality how could there possibly be a pandemic because a pandemic implies that something new has come in and killed more people in addition to all the things that are already killing people that's all you say and the other thing people running around saying things like uh, uh trumpus uh, i call him trumpus potus trump trumpus is a dictator you know in a totalitarian state where there is a dictator the dictator cannot be censored so clearly trump is not censoring himself and for years i've been saying that your government doesn't exist as a government congress is a corporation is completely funded on corporate interests and therefore you have a corporation posing as your government trump is not a dictator if he was a dictator he'd be censoring everybody else he's the only one being censored try to really modify and simplify the way you speak to the haters and then just get it down to two three sentences and then step away they don't have your frame of reference the best thing you can do is give them a few little tidbits like that that any rational person who's in their right mind would have to go and investigate and then step away those of us who know what's going on at least the bigger picture none of us know what's going on and if we knew the bad guys would know too those of us who know what's going on please just have faith and stay strong and stay quiet and only speak when you need to speak and when you find yourselves doubting breathe align yourself with whatever is your version of supreme cosmic intelligence and really allow the hierarchy of light to saturate you each and every one of us we don't have to run around like blue ass flies waking people up left right and center it may not be our job it may not be our path there's a great deal of strength that runs through a silent stream of cosmic energy and that's really the parting words that i have Well, I thank you for that. That was really um clear. Because well, uh, it was funny because I um Sandy, my next-door neighbor, the one that saves me from floods, was over there. Uh I guess maybe the 6th. 
And she says to me, you know, with real concern, so how are you doing? And I went, fine, why? <laughs> and I, I honestly was asking. I didn't know what she was talking about. And uh, she says, well, you know, because of, of Trump. And I said, no, no, I'm, oh, no, I'm fine about that. See, I know what's happening. And I just shut up. And she looked at me like, okay, you know, she's waiting for me to say something else. And, you know, oh, look at those dogs playing over there. Let's go take a walk. I just didn't, I just left it. You know, because of exactly what you're saying. They, we have to use so many words to try to convince them. And you said it so specifically. Look at the censorship. I mean, you know, if he was a dictator, how come he's the only one getting censored? I mean, right. that, it's, that, too, it's too obvious. It's too obvious. And now, of course, they're trying to censor all of us. And also, there's a cleansing coming. I mean, I don't know how these people are not picking up on this shit. Because this is being covered by mainstream media. You know, the, the, uh, my God, Biden got out there and, you know, started talking about fascism in regards to Trumpers. Uh, scary stuff. And, you know, if they, if they want to be asleep and not see this, well, you know, we're only trying to save your asses, but we're not going to explain to you anymore. You know, just get out of the way. You're either a player or not. Right. If you don't understand how the world works, then any comment you make about the world arena is of little or no consequence. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's a collection... Go ahead. Iwano Seven said uh, on one of the videos, this is the time to choose one side or the other. This is your time to choose. It's up to you. Yeah. I think I would lot. say that. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, my message, um, there's some real crazy shit going down in England right now in the United Kingdom where police are knocking on people's doors if they hear music and asking them if they're having a party. To, to, the, to the misinformed, I know that you'll learn and you'll do better. To the uninformed, I know you'll learn and do better. But to the uniformed, you really have to make up your mind whether you are here to serve the people or be stormtroopers for the establishment because the people are not going to be very forgiving if you choose the wrong side. Policemen, you're all supposed to be protecting us. Just remember that and look in your hearts deeply. Really make the right choice to be on the right side of history, not just karmically, but also on a more practical level. Don't be a stormtrooper. You're on the wrong side of history if you are, and that is not going to go well for you you've missed the boat and i hope you can swim oh gosh that button got stuck again <laughs> dolly you um you want to make some comments or pass on well, no, I just want to say, please, people, don't don't be silly like I get in panic. I think that was my last panic time. Um, one of the videos was Simon Parks today. 
that I listened to when Nancy sent it to me. <laughs> he was with two other guys, and they're English, and I can't remember their name. But anyway, he, they were saying, now is the time to sit back and stay calm and watch this play out because it's already done. So please don't don't do what I have done and I don't know why I did it even though I, when I was sitting there doing it I kept telling myself what the heck are you doing uh please don't panic and and if you do call on your angels for help tell the people if there's any people around you I'm going through a rough time right now please help me through it if you are alone and this is this is my big thing if you're alone, please stop yourself. Remember my words. Don't panic. It's okay. Everything is okay. It's already done. There's nothing we can do. And that's the message that I keep getting from the popcorn eaters right now. Please tell you tell your peoples of the earth, don't panic. Stay calm. Don't do what Dolly did. That's a good example. Don't do that to yourself. Stay calm, take deep breaths, send some energies that are bad out of your fingertips, out of your hands, deep breaths, and and know that God loves you, and Trump is one, and God is one, and that's all I have to say. Thank you for that, Sherry. Um, yeah, so last night... We have this wonderful, magical story about the Spear of Destiny being passed on energetically to the patriots. And patriots, big, big word, meaning, you know, you believe in the sovereign right of the individual, your God-given rights. You know, America, the Republic, not the corporation, but the Republic. And so right now, what, what, what you have to think about is just incorporating the spear of destiny energy realize that it's out there you know we've been the green man i mean all that that story it's true and what it says to us is that look at you've done it you've done it get yourselves all balanced because there's an awful lot of people like matthew was alluding to people who are going to you know be struggling to get their heads wrapped around this we've got to be strong for them but if we play yes. it right and you work with, you know, God has given us, Gaia has given us, whoever has given us this amazing energy from Shungite. I mean, this 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 head was in an elite Shungite piece and then, you know, transferred it to to all those people that are, I don't know, by mission or luck here to ground a new reality. And it's so important for us to realize that what we're in it, we're in it together. And everything is turning out exactly like it should. You know, it looks a little weird from where we're, you know, you're in the, you're in the tunnel, you can't see the whole thing. But it's good, it's good. You know, we're getting through this. And we've got stories to tell. I'm babbling. Nancy? What? No, no, no. I, I was just... Since this is my last show, may I ask a favor? Sure. 
Um, may I pray with everyone for, oh, on this last show? Okay. Absolutely. Um, I, I would like to uh, pray one of the most beautiful prayers um, I think ever written, uh, which is the peace prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. And when I post all these things on social media, the social awareness and the prayers and all of that, believe me, I remind people to be in grace and empathy, but I do it for my sake as much as anybody else's. And we all need this reminder. Brothers and sisters, let us pray together. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope, where there is darkness, light, and where there is sadness, let me bring joy. Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. I love that prayer. Oh, it's a beauty, isn't it? I have loved it all my life. Well, since I can remember. I love it. Apparently, it appeared in a French newspaper sometime around 1913. And it's attributed to St. Francis. Um, I don't know that there's any hard proof in it, but um, there's something I would like to do a little bit of a little bit more research on. It it definitely sounds like something he would have written. <laughs> but, you know, nobody had any as far as I can understand, nobody knew this prayer before it sort of magically appeared in that uh, French newspaper, which I just find interesting. Maybe Francis channeled it to the French newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, life is like that, full of mysteries. Yeah, yes, it is. Full of mysteries. So it makes it exciting. <laughs> and so I want to um, just say Oak Island <laughs> <You know? laughs> and the Templars, the Templars, the Templars, the Templars. That's something we have to, uh, that'll become clear, I think. And there's so many things that we'll find out about, you know, in a very short period of time. Um, okay, so right after this show, I actually um, taped, I've got the audio of the uh, Charlie Ward, uh, Simon Parks, and a guy by the name of Nicholas. He, he didn't talk much. He, it was his station, or he put it together. But it it was so... <laughs> You know, like, whoa, really profound to wake up. And the first thing I see today is this particular show that if you just look at Charlie Ward, I mean, he's like, oh, man, we did it. You know, it's like, you know, you just won the grand the grand football game or the grand baseball game. Or, and you're sitting there and it's like, you, you know it in your head, but it hasn't become an emotional holy moly yet and yet as, as, as Charlie was talking during this 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 interview it was an hour you know I could feel him getting like more and more oh man this is true because Simon was confirming what Charlie Ward was saying and 
the two of them together, you could see them get more and more, their body language. They were just getting more and more relaxed, more and more like, we've actually done this. Now, yeah, there's going to be some, some things that are going to happen, but just we, it, we've come together in such a way that the dark side has no place to go, in my opinion. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. And and also remember, the dark can't stand love. Send love blankets into the dark. Mm-hmm. Love bombs, love bombs. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes. It, it it pisses them off, but it also distracts them, and it breaks their energy. Yeah, just throw them, you know. I throw fullerines at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I make a... little energy balls. Yeah, just I know. Chuck it in there. Are, yeah. you, are you still making cookie ones, or have you gone back to the meat ones? <laughs> I've gone back to the Swedish meatball size now. I've got a, a whole factory going here. Assem- assembly line of love bombs. Guns of love. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, that's funny. Okay, so um, the president's going to be on at um, 9 o'clock Eastern. Ani's not going to be here until she's here again, but she will be here for uh, Metaphysical Martini. You can see all damn of our right. shows on the archive. Go ahead. No, I just said damn right I'll be there for the Martini. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and you'll see the archives, and on the archives there's a, a button you can click to the podcasts. We so appreciate everything that you guys uh, bring to the table when you come and visit us, and we love you very much. And um, be safe, as the president likes to say. We're just beginning. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. You guys there? I'm here. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was just going to put in my things. The heart and all that. The warrior lady. Yeah, I think I was. Okay, so that's special. If you haven't heard it, Ani, you should turn it on. Have you heard it? Yes, you've heard it. What? what? Simon Parks and and Charlie Ward. Oh, yeah, I listened to, yes, I did. I listened to everything that um, Simon Parks did, and I listened to that one-hour-long one just just this morning. Well, that's that's what's playing now. Yeah, they they don't sound like people who have given up, do they? <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't. I just can't wait to hear what the president's going to say. Oh, oh me I'm, too. I I'm going to make. I'm going to put the kettle on. <laughs> well, I'm going to go get something to eat, and you know, I don't. I got, I got chocolate ice cream, and I've got chocolate covered cherries, dark chocolate covered oh. cherries, and I got. I've got no, cheddar no, no. goldfish. I'm going to have a party tonight. Oh my You're God. all invited. Two things together, you'll be sick. <laughs> I have chocolate peanut butter ice cream, and I also have marshmallow topping. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll you guys be, we'll are be, grossing me out. <laughs> we'll, we'll be messaging each other. 
<laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Right. Dolly, I'll, I'll, I'll keep in touch with you, Dolly. God bless you. It's been lovely. Thank you, thank you. Don't ever lose touch with me, please. Oh no, no, I won't. I'll, I'll, um, I've got, I'll, uh, I've got you, I've got you on Facebook anyway. You know, as long as that lasts. I can do. Fra- well, yeah. I can do that for as long as it lasts. I can do private message. Or, or you have me do- here on Skype. I have you on Skype. Yeah, I don't even need an email. Yeah, right. perfect. All right. Okay, All right, my darlings. The best is yet know. to come. Love you guys. Yes, and, baby. Uh, bon voyage on your new projects there. May they be successful. Thank may you. you may you make a tremendous amount of money. Amen. Make, make, make energy, 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 Amen. energy. Yeah. It's going to happen. All Love right. y'all. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. <laughs>